Welcome back, talkers. This is the I'm Just Talking podcast with me, your host, Cello. I wanted to say thanks to everybody who is listening on um, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts are the four most popular. Some hits on Overcast. Um, We also have CastBox, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Um, Again, thanks everybody who's listening. Uh, Hopefully some of you got to listen to my four-part series on being a military brat. Everything from my first memory uh, all the way back to coming home. Uh, Check any of those out on any of those uh, platforms I mentioned. Um, New episode is going to be my foray. It's kind of my second foray into sports um, analysis. A little atypical of me is I don't do a ton of research, but this happens to be something that probably needs a little bit of research. So I did a little bit of research. Um... And full disclosure, I am a huge New York Knickerbocker fan. Uh, if you've listened to some of my podcasts, you know that part of my my uh, years were spent in New York, on Long Island, just out of, outside of New York City. Big time Nick fan. I, hopefully before I die, they can win a championship. Uh, right before the second half of the season, I did a little five-minute mini on how happy I was that they were playing well, that they looked like they might be in line for a playoff berth. And uh, they were struggling a little bit at that time, but since then they've they've won nine of their last ten. They are in fourth place currently in the league, um, and have a real real good chance. I think I can't remember the percentage. I should have wrote it down, but they have a really good percentage uh, to make the to make the playoffs this year as a hopefully a top four seed. And uh, got a couple of uh, closer or tougher opponents down the stretch, but there's like nine or ten games left in the in the season, so hopefully they um, do pretty well. Even if they go 500, I believe they'll be they'll be pretty close to um, to 40 wins in a 72 game season. So that's actually pretty good. Uh, I don't know that they were expected to do this well. Uh, some roster changes are are. The reasoning, I mean, they didn't make wholesale changes. They they have a new coach, Thibodeau's doing great. They brought in Derrick Rose, who at, at the time I didn't think was a real good idea. They jettisoned, uh, Doc, uh, almost said Doc Rivers, uh, Austin Rivers, once they got him, which I thought Austin Rivers played pretty well um, in the few games that he played. I think he went out because his kid was sick, and then that corresponded with the trade. Uh, they brought back Todd Gibson, but guys like Bobby Portis are gone. Um, I, there's another, I can't even remember. They brought in Alec Burke, who, Alan Burke. He hasn't played too much because um, I think he's hurt. Um, but right now, let's look um, at the, um, they are 35-28. and 28. Their next game, they're playing right now against the Rockets, and they play the Bulls. Oh, no, this is recap. So in their ten in their nine game winning streak, they beat the the Raptors, the Grizzlies, the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, the Pelicans again, the Hornets, the Hawks, which was a nail biter. They beat them in overtime. The Raptors again. They lost to the Suns, and that took a heroic effort by uh, Chris Paul to get it done. And then they beat they destroyed the Bulls pretty much. Uh, they're playing the Rockets right now. 
Um, ten, that was when they beat the Bulls. That was their tenth win in eleven games. The reason why for this is not to just boast about how good they're doing, but during that game, Julius Randle was getting a lot of MVP chance from the small Garden crowd, and I decided to see if he was worthy of MVP. Um, I looked up some of the stats, which is again atypical of me. I just usually go on feel, and you know some of the things that I know, but I don't know a bunch, bunch, but. He is averaging 24.1 points per game. Uh, That's 18th in the league. He's averaging 10.4 rebounds, which is 11th in the league. 5.9 assists, which is 20th in the league. Uh, He's not even in the top 50 in blocks or steals. His minutes are up five minutes. He's played the most minutes in his career this year, up by five minutes, up to 37 and a half, I believe it said. And then there was another stat that I looked up when I looked up his career stats that were pretty funny. They are called... It's called PI, so it's called Player Efficiency Estimate. Oh, Player Impact. Player Impact Estimate. And um, I picked out some of the, the top guys. Harden's, uh, his is 17.5, I believe. Uh, no, 15.4. And uh, the guys like Harden, I picked 17.4. Steph, Curry, Steph Curry's 18.1. Jonas is 19.9. Jason Tatum, 15.3, and Luka Doncic, 18.1. So, he might might be falling off a little bit. Like, he's at 15.9. His career, for his career, though, his stats are, these are the most points he's ever averaged in a year. He was pretty close in the... Last year, last year, 2019-2020 season, he's up, he was at 19.5, so that's uh, 4.6 up from last year. His assists, I think, which is his biggest stat right now, is up 2.8 from the previous year. His rebounds are are pretty close. Um, he's up about a, a rebound from the year before. Um, these are all career highs for him. He, his best points, he's up just a shade, uh, 3.7. Um, and in that seven-game win streak, or the nine-game win streak in the month of April, he averaged, I'd have to look it up, but uh, Instagram said something like 27.5 game, 27.5 points, 10 rebounds. And, you know, he's, I think he's got a chance. I think he'll get some votes. I really want to anoint him the MVP of the league, but I, I don't know if I, if I see that happening. Um, free throw percentage, his best in his career. Um, his oh, his defensive rebounds are up, but his offensive rebounds are down. Overall, his rebounds are up. His turnovers, he's almost 2-1 to because he's just around 6, and he's a little over three uh, 6 assists, and he's a little over uh, 3 turnovers a game. Uh, his field goal percentage is 46.2. Not his best year, but his three-point percentage is significantly better. His best year was 2018-2019, and that was 34%. Last year, 27.7. This year, he's at 42.1% from from um, three-point land. So I and I should have I should have mentioned this too. He was drafted in 2014, 2015 by the Lakers. He didn't play very much. He broke his leg or something. Um, 
So he has he's he's starting his seventh year. Uh, six, he's in his sixth year, I guess, and um, he's only 27 years old. And when he signed last year, you know, after the Knicks missed out on Durant and some other big names, they they pretty quickly picked him up. It was a two-year deal, I believe, and it was kind of like, eh, you know, he had some potential. He played okay in uh, in 2018-2019 for New Orleans. Uh, looks like he opted out because I thought he had signed a two-year deal there in uh, going into that season, but he averaged uh, 21 points a game that, that year. He averaged 8.7 rebounds and uh, 3.1 assists. So, you know, not bad. Like, I couldn't average that. But uh, it wasn't the splashy um, signing everybody wanted, you know, myself included. But um, he's still in his prime. And uh, I've heard him say, because he was having a really good first year, part of the year too, and a lot of people were asking him, you know, what's the difference? And he basically said he felt like he let a lot of people down. He let the Knicks down. He let his teammates down. And he, he went back in the lab. You can tell his body's a little bit more toned. He's a little bit more in shape. He is, and he's, and he's shooting the ball really well from downtown. So even back, and then, of course, the Knicks missed out on the Zion in the draft. We got R.J. Barrett, who was actually at times playing pretty well this year, too. So people often said that, you know, he was Zion before Zion. Left-handed, big body, you know, athletic, uh, can do a lot of different things. He, but he didn't look like he didn't shoot the ball very well back then. So, from a stat standpoint, kind of hard to anoint this guy the MVP. I I would say if he was in the top, you know, five, maybe even down in the top ten in most of these, that that he would be be considered. I'm sure he'll get a few votes. He should probably, maybe, and I should look this stat up too, but that's not what this is about. He, He, you know, maybe he's a candidate for most improved player. Now, granted, by playing, he's playing exactly five more minutes per game. He he has. I've watched only a handful of Nick games because I live out of the market. But but he's got the ball in his hand. He he's making some passes. You know that he's he's listed as a center, I guess, which is crazy. But so what's he six? He's only six foot eight. So he's listed as a center. Or he comes up under the. The center stats or some of the um, detailed stats I looked up, but and he's actually number four there in points. I think he was third in assists or third in rebounds or something. So you know maybe he gets most improved player. Six foot eight, two hundred and fifty pounds. They're using him kind of as a point forward type. He brings the ball up. He he starts the offense, and then he's you know jab stepping and crossing over fadeaways. You know. Um, taking back steps and hitting three-pointers, you know, and he's really become the guy. I I think if you're going to look at most valuable player, he's definitely a most valuable player to, to the Knicks. And that's the reason I would vote for him if I was a sports writer, which would be a dream come true, by the way. But because you just look at the impact he's had, he's the, the team is largely the same. I mean, Bobby, like I said, Bobby Portis is gone. Nilakina doesn't play as much. Um, uh, Mitchell Robinson has gone out. Um, and they have Nerlens Noel, who's been, God, he's been a monster on the block. 
you know, he's got some big blocks. One's one against the Raptors. I want to say one against the um, the Mavericks too. So like, but again, that you know, there was Bobby Portis who's gone. They Dodge Gibson was gone, but they brought him back when Mitchell Robinson got hurt. Um, so the team is more or less the same, and he's the guy that for whatever the reason took it personal that they did poorly last year, and now they're in they're in place. They they have a chance to basically make the Eastern Conference playoffs as a top seed. And uh, let's look in on the game real quick. See where they're at right now. But, I mean, they're playing really well. And he's playing the best basketball of his career. Now, what's good is that, you know, maybe this somebody decides they want to play with him and gets a free agent to the Knicks. So, in that sense, he's he is the most valuable player to them. And if you take him off their team, I don't think they're really doing that well. I mean, they have, you know, a couple guys that can ball, but he's the cornerstone. They're running the offense through him. They're giving him, you know, leeway to, to dish the ball. He's he's made some clutch shots down the stretch. There was one where he took a drive to the basket. to, to I think it was against the Raptors to seal the game. He's hit some big threes, which wasn't part of his game. I mean, frankly, his three-point... His three-point percentage was terrible. Like, I can shoot 27% probably from the free th- from the three-point line. Um, and that's up by, what did I say? It's up by, uh, God, almost 8% from his first, um, from his best season. So he's, he's stroking it, man. He's really doing well. So my point for him to get the MVP is you take him out of the mix you, you don't allow him the freedom to be the leader. Um, if he gets hurt, they're screwed. He's picked it up. I mean, they're, they're a very good defensive team. And he's, he's just doing it all on the offensive end. And he's just improved pretty much across the boards. His steals are up, not by much. His blocks are down a little bit. Um, but he's, he's really just been what that team needs. He's hard. He's hard nosed. Um, he gets in on the block. He can take bigger guys away from the basket and and shoot over them. He's really just evolved his game so much to where he's kind of like the unsung superstar that we were looking for. So if you if you could couple him with with maybe a really good, you know, younger point guard like a Donovan Mitchell, which would be like a dream come true, you know, somebody like that in the future, that that could be a good one-two punch. He's, he's, his assists are up, which is probably the second biggest thing, is he, he knows when the double team is coming. I've seen him pass out of the double team on, in some passes I wouldn't think he was going to, he would make. So, I mean, if he basically could score before, he wasn't inept at that. His, but he's up. He's taken his game away from the basket, and he's become a more of a shooter. Which brings, if he's playing center or he's being checked by some centers or a guy like maybe Dantich, they're they're coming away from the basket, which is which is helping a lot for guys like Derrick Rose to get in the paint. R.J. Barrett seems to like to 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 kind of slash and drive a little bit. He's not more spotting up. That's the other thing too. Is this guy? You know, Julius Randle is shooting off the dribble. He's spotting up. You know, he's shooting, he's, you know, top of the key seems to be one of the spots I see him shoot from the most. He's, 
He's not afraid to kind of take a couple of dribbles and then take a step back. But he can still bang in there. Obviously, he's 10.4 rebounds a game. Um, second highest, is the highest of his career. But the, the last time he had that good of rebounds was in 2016. And, and then he kind of tailed off a little bit. So I would give him the nod, I think, just how much he means to this team. Just how much he took that leadership role and took it personally that his his performance last year wasn't up to his standard. And, and, and by the way, he played 32 minutes a game last year, 19 and a half points. Um, his rebounds were 9.7. His assists were 3.1. His uh, free throw percentage, 73.3. So, I mean, he didn't have a terrible year by standards. And he actually, he kind of had a, a decent year by his own stat line, and he was improving. But it just looks like he dedicated himself in the offseason. He went back to the lab, and he's added something to his game. And you can't... He's been hard to guard on some of the, the games that I've watched. And it, he's hard to guard. If a smaller guy can't guard him because he's big, um, in terms of like weight, and you know he's, a two-guard isn't going to be able to guard him. A smaller forward isn't going to be able to guard him. Um, and then he's, he looks like he's got some good footwork. He's got some good footwork, and uh, the you know you got a guy like Porzingis, for example, probably doesn't have. And yes, I named him on purpose. Um, probably doesn't have the uh, the footwork, I would say, um, to hang with him, and probably and probably doesn't have the body type to bang with him. So he's, and the fact I think too that Mitchell Robinson goes out. And they're still playing well is a testament to Thibodeau, of course. But I think that also had him elevate his game. I think the thing, he 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 was, I forgot what it was, but he was on like 30-point game number four or whatever. He's only 26 years old. I lied. I said he was 27. Um, he's only 26 years old. So this is a guy, if we play our cards right and, and can get somebody else to come and play with us, because I think he's a free agent at the end of the year, which would really suck if... He decides to get like a big payday. Although, I feel like World Wide West and Leon Rose and I think Perry is still around. If those guys are doing their due diligence, they're looking and saying, okay, this guy is one of our leaders. He's the reason we're in the position we're in. Let's pay him. Now, granted, everybody's looking for a big fish. And I don't know the free agent market this year. I don't know, you know, what kind of trade assets we have. But this little group of guys is, is playing really well. And if they continue to play like this, I think he gets some votes. But I don't think that he gets the MVP. I, I think he's the MVP. And I think he's the MVP, MVP just based on the fact that it's the same group of guys, for the most part, new offensive system, um, new, new coach, and yet he's playing the best basketball of his career. Now... You could say, well, he's playing more minutes. Yes, but, you know, you got Derrick Rose, who's an experienced point guard that, that could be helping him maybe. Um, Julius, um, Julius. R.J. Barrett is playing much better. Um, so there's other reasons why they're good, but I just don't think you can discredit the fact that he is so much better than he was last year. And then just coincidentally, this team is so much better than they were last year. For example, last year... They finished 
12th in the Eastern Conference. They only won 21 games. So right now, the improvement is... It did not update. The improvement is 14, 14 games. You know, last year was a short season too, but still, we only won 21 games. This year, we're up 14. I mean, Thibodeau should be coach of the year, number one. So, he's playing so well, it just directly to me corresponds with a 14-game turnaround, 23-17 and 17 in the conference. Now, the division is sucky. We're 23-8. and eight. We're 22-1 and one at 22-11 and 11 at home. Thir- almost 500 on the road, 13-17. and 17. 3-1 and one in overtime games. 9-1 and one in the last 10. You know, I, I just can't see why he wouldn't at least get a handful of of uh point of uh votes but to me I'd give him the MVP. I mean, sure, 18th in scoring, 11th in rebounds, 20th in assists. He but these are all career highs for him. And if you talked about who's the most valuable player to their team and it was on that basis, no doubt about it it's him. The problem is they, I don't think they look at it that way. Um if I looked at it right, I want to say Harden is the one leading the league in point-like points per game. So let's look it up again. Oh, no, it's Giannis. No, that's today. Sorry. So the season leaders for the game, for the year, are 3, 2, 1. Okay, it's taking forever to load. I want to just, I want to, I want to, somebody is up in like the 30-point range. So even though he's got he's at twenty four point one, I mean that's still great. Um, again, highest of his career uh, right now. Um, I don't know why it's not going to what I wanted to because I didn't click the right link. It's it's actually uh, Steph Curry's thirty one point three. So guys that are in front of him: Bradley Beal, Luka Doncic. Jonas, Damian Lillard, Levine, uh, Zion, Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, who I think he's, I really like Tatum, by the way. Um, Jokic, Young, Trey Young, Kawhi Leonard. Um, but like, Kawhi's on a, on a good team um, in terms of like superstars. Jonas, I feel like Steph Curry's going to get it this year probably because. They're they're playing pretty well, and what's his name is still on the shelf. Uh, I can picture his name. I can picture his face. I can't come up with his name right at the moment. Um, they're um, uh, Clay Thompson. That you know, I don't know if the the Wizards have won some crazy shit like ten in a row or something like that too. So Bradley Beal will be in there. Luka Doncic is is in there. Jonas is already an MVP, so he gets some some stats there, but like across the board, the only one that has um let's see, so Giannis has this averaging twenty eight, eleven, and five point nine. So that's a similar stat line. Um he's shooting terrible from three though. Um Steph Curry obviously he's a guard, but he's averaging thirty one point three 
uh, 5.8 assists, but not as many rebounds. So it kind of runs the gamut. A guy I kind of put him up against in my mind was Doncic and Giannis because they're forwards. But Doncic, 28-6, 8 rebounds, and like almost 9 assists. So, you know, he's right up there. Zion, who they say he was the original Zion, 27 points a game, only 7 rebounds a game, uh, 3.7 assists. So in theory, he's having a better season to me than like Zion. Um, Nikola Jokic, who I've heard actually as, um, as, as an MVP candidate, 26 points. So he's about two points more than Randall. 10.9. Randall's right there. Um, and uh, he's beating Randall in assists. So maybe he's not that far off if you're comparing him to a couple of other guys. Because Trey Young, 25 points a game, 25.5, but he only has four rebounds. Uh, he, he's a guard, so he, you know, he averages 9.4 assists. So, you know, across the board, you know, Kawhi, a forward, who I like Kawhi's game, by the way, not flashy, 25.5 points a game. And a lot of these guys are 25, like, like bunched up between like 27 and 24, where he's at um, six rebounds a game. 5.1 assists, so in theory, he's having a better overall year than Kawhi, so maybe, maybe the stats do, don't roll out that crazy, Colin Sexton, I think he's a center, I think, but still, 24.4, he's the guy right above Julius Randle, Julius Randle. only 3.1 rebounds, and uh, 4.1 assists, so, oh, he's a guard, I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why I'll never be a sports journalist. So, my nod for MVP is obviously Julius Randle. Partially because I'm maybe I'm biased and I'm a little unobjective. But, you know, De'Aaron Fox is a guard. He, yeah, he I live out in Sacramento, so people love him. But 25 points a game, three point, you know, 7.2 assists. Devin Booker, great young talent, right? 25 and a half, just a, almost a, a point and a half more, but Randall has, is averaging uh, six more, six and a half, almost more rebounds and more assists than him, so, you know, Julius is right there, maybe the stats don't play out as obvious as I thought they did, Julius Randall, my vote for MVP, he means more to the Knicks than, than, you know, people gave the Knicks credit for when they signed him. Let's just hope that, you know, this is a long-term relationship, helps bring another free agent back to the garden, and, you know, we can build on this, and it's not one of those things where he knows it's a contract year, and then he plays really good this year, and then drops off next year. It's like, he's on the team, great. You know, that's what I'm, you know, Donovan Mitchell. Um, if he's on the team, that's great. Um, I, I got sidetracked, ADD. But, like, Donovan Mitchell... Uh, 26.4, 7.5, 4.4, no, 5.2, 4.4 rebounds, 5.2, Kyrie, people think he's the best basketball player on the planet, um, at times, 26.8, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, so, I mean, Julius is point forward, and he's averaging almost as many assists, um, not nearly as many points, I just think if you're looking for someone who's the most valuable, you take them off the team, where would that team be? 
especially a team that's largely constructed the same way that it was the year before, and this guy's having a career year, I give him the nod. I do. From a minute standpoint, he plays the most minutes of the top 18 guys. Um, but, you know what, he's 26 years old. So he's he can do it, you know. Third, Stephen Curry's 33. Um, you know, Jonas has been injured, so they're probably bringing him along, low, you know, slow. So here's to uh, the New York Knicks hopefully making the playoffs. Let's take a gander at what the score is right now. Right now, the Knicks are winning by 15 in the second quarter. Um, Julius Randle has 10 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. If they win this one, that'll be the start of a new streak. Um, we basically got 10 games to go, and they're, you know, they make the playoffs. I, I don't know when the voting come out, but had, let's say they, they wind up, you know, getting into the second round. I mean, that would just be crazy, right? That would just be straight bananas. So... That would be nuts. If they, if they get into the second round, that would be another feather in his cap. Although I feel like the MVP voting is done before that. So, all righty. Any sports fans out there, Nick fans, basketball fans, I'd love to hear some comments um, and get some feedback. Uh, you can give me a, a holler on Instagram. I'm underscore just underscore talking. T-A-W-K-I-N. Um... You can follow me there. You can follow my my other page is more. It's not really sports. There's some sports on there, but it's mostly my running and my food and personal life. Cello zero nine zero two C E L L O zero nine zero two. Um, but smash like, follow, share, comment on on uh, Instagram, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Overcast, Castbox. I'm um, looking forward to building this onto other platforms as well. Um, but this is, you know, I, I try to do a little divert things I'm interested in, and I'm really interested in the Knicks. Um, and, of course, they might make the playoffs this year, which is looking really good. Um, you know, at some points I'll talk about 90s hip-hop. I'll try to be funny. And, um, you know, just anything I think is a good thing to have some commentary about. For those of you who have kept listening, I appreciate you. Hopefully you're into basketball, and even if not, you can sort of give me some comments and likes and stuff as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll try to leave you guys with uh, some respect, some equality, some love and unity. Trying to keep it real out here. Love y'all. Jello's out.